Happy Election Day, y'all. Well, at least it's still Election Day while I'm recording this. It's really hard for me to believe that it was almost exactly 20 years ago that I got my first job in politics. I was a political science undergrad getting paid 10 bucks an hour to knock on doors just to talk to people about my candidate. Those were the good old days. Now, if you did not vote, guess what? You don't get to complain. I'm just kidding. In this country, the First Amendment guarantees that you still do. But if you live in a state that has been unfairly gerrymandered, your vote may not count the way it should. Which brings us to today's case, Baker v. Carr from 1964. Last week, I read the majority and dissenting opinions in the case Rucho v. Common Cause from 2019. The majority in that case held that political gerrymandering of congressional districts as opposed to racial gerrymandering, which is prohibited by Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, is a political question. And therefore, since it's a political question, it's non-justiciable or it's beyond the court's power to resolve. But the dissent argued that the court had already held apportionment cases were indeed reviewable by federal courts in Baker v. Carr, and twice upheld in Westbury v. Sanders and Reynolds v. Sims, both decided in 1964. Collectively, these three cases are known as the one-person, one-vote cases because they were concerned with ensuring substantial equality of voting districts when compared to the actual population. In other words, if a quarter of a state identifies with Party A and there are four districts in that state, Party A should have one district not three or four. But the court in Rucho ignored these precedents established 50 years earlier in the Marshall Court's one-person, one-vote cases in favor of reviving the even older precedents of non-justiciability under the Frankfurter Court. Chief Justice Marshall thought that today's case was so important that when he was later asked which case he was most proud of during his tenure on the court, he did not say Brown v. Board of Education. He said that this one, Baker v. Carr, was. Because no kind of equality will last for long if it doesn't extend to the ballot box. So I'm still reading and recording this case right now, but I'm so excited for you all to hear it that I thought I would come and give you a little preview and tell you about it today, before election day is over. So you'll be sure to come back and listen by the time I get it published. So make sure you come back and listen to the 1964 opinion of the court in Baker v. Carr.